Good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode one of the Cowgirls Toolbox. My name is Randy Griffin, and today we'll be discussing bad and good quality tools, what to look for, and many other topics. So before we jump into our topics of the day, I will take a moment to introduce myself and how I acquired my knowledge in the ag mechanics industry. As a student at Kingsburg High School, I have chosen to be in the agricultural program, and in my mechanics class, I have learned from not only my awesome teacher, but from personal experience what kind of tools are best and what brands to use. My preferences and tools can vary between Craftsman, Snap-on, DeWalt, and Milwaukee based on what I need it for. So to get started, I'll go ahead and talk about the brands. So usually I will use things like Craftsman and Snap-on depending on the type of job I'm using it for. Snap-on, they're very notorious and so is Craftsman. For if your tool does break or you buy a tool secondhand and it breaks, you can take it in and they'll replace it for you. It is very rare that these tools do break and have issues, but that is a great thing to know because that means that that brand backs their quality products. Milwaukee and DeWalt I usually use whenever it's for an electrical piece or something I need to do like a saw. Saws from DeWalt and Milwaukee are really really good, especially Craftsman too. A lot of the older tools seem to hold up a lot better than some of the others that I've used in the past. But another thing that some people need to know is instead of going out and buying this brand new tool that you see and spending a bunch of money on it, you can actually go and you can rent it, especially if it's for a small job that you know you're only going to probably do maybe once in a lifetime, and that can often save you money. So when you're looking for quality tools, you need to look in the weight of the product, of the tool. Um, You don't always need to worry about the financial aspect of it because would you rather spend $30 on a cheap tool and have to replace it every two years or spend $78 on an expensive tool and only have to replace it every once in a while. Maybe 10 year lifespan and then have to replace it again? That's saving you money in the long run, in my opinion. But then there's sometimes that you don't need that tool. You may need it for one job, but then you'll never use it again. And I think that's just a waste of money. So go ahead and go rent a tool. My personal favorite is Craftsman because I've been using Craftsman since I was a little girl and I know that their tools are good quality tools. A lot of my tools have been handed down to me from either my grandparents or my father and a majority of them are Craftsman because let's face it, back then there wasn't a lot of companies that made tools and these are made in the USA quality, grade-A, premium tools that you know will last a lifetime. If it lasted a lifetime for your grandparents and your relatives and things like that, it'll last for your lifetime too. And if it doesn't, they'll back it up with their guarantee and give you a new one. Another thing that I look into, especially with things that you should have, is you should always have the basic necessities. You need to have wrenches, you need to have flathead, Phillips screwdrivers. You should at least have a hammer or have a working knowledge of what you need those tools for. Um, You should at least own maybe a small handheld saw. Definitely you need a flashlight. And one major thing a lot of people don't look into is if you do spend money on good quality tools, you need a good toolbox. 
I would recommend getting one that locks, because trust me, if they're good tools and people know they're good tools, they're just going to disappear or walk off. And if you have a locked toolbox, there's nothing they can do about it. So most of the time, when looking into getting good or bad tools, most of the time you can get good quality tools at maybe a thrift store or a yard sale, but you can also look into places like Home Depot. Home Depot does have a lot of good quality tools, but they also have some of the cheap tools that most people buy because they are the cheaper side of things. Um, a majority of mine, like I said, have been handed down to me or found at things like yard sales because it is cheaper, but also you don't pay the full price for a product because if you don't really like the product, like let's say you bought a $200 saw and you hate it, but you go to a yard sale and get a $30 one that you absolutely love that you know is going to last you a long time, you basically wasted that money on the saw that you don't like. You know, and there's little things like that. And replacing those tools is going to be hard because if you do have a tool that you love and it does eventually break, you will probably not be able to find one that's the exact same that you had. Um, whenever I look into cheap and expensive tools, I always look at the weight of them. I look into the balance, the durability, the strength, the structure, what they're made of can especially be some things. Like I've seen tools that have plastic guards on them and I've seen some that have metal. There's a tendency that the ones with the metal guards are a lot better. The plastic ones are usually just for show. They're not really on there to be on there permanently. They're on there to break, so you have to go and buy a new tool at some specific point of time. So when you go and buy a brand new tool, most people usually are like, Hey man, like your tool's getting old. You better come and buy the newest model. And then after that, you keep buying the newer and newer and newer and newer models. And people nowadays are trying to make tools as cheap as they can in mass production. And back then, they didn't want to do as cheap as they can. They wanted to make sure you had good quality tools. I mean, it's like when one of your craftsmen or snap-on tools break, whenever they give you a new one, they're basically losing money because they know that there was a default on their part and they are willing to eat those expenses. My favorite types of projects to work on um, usually vary from either making crucifixes with my Miller welder, which I absolutely love Miller. Miller is my favorite company, but I also do appreciate Lincoln. Lincoln is a really good company too, but I just prefer to stick with Miller because Miller is better known to me. It is something I grew up around knowing the name and it's more familiar to what I know and what I do and I'm just more comfortable with my machine. Um, I like building benches and things like that. Just basic things that we can use in our daily lives, whether it be boxes for holding plants. Um, right now I'm working on my 55 Chevy, which I'm, me and my dad are building from the ground up. We're working on it by ourselves. We fabricated almost every single piece that we had to replace. And we're not done yet. I mean, I do almost all the welding. I'm under the car almost 24-7 trying to fix the undercarriage of everything. Um, my plans after high school, I, I really, really want to go into ag business and ag finance. Or more into the CCW instructor course, which is concealed weapons. But 
it may relate to ag mechanics because the classes I want to teach, I want to teach to farmers, people who don't go into town every day, the ones who need welders to fix their things because they can't spend all that money getting a brand new piece when you know that all they need is maybe a $10 weld. You're not going to go and buy a $700 gate or panel whenever you can get it fixed for less than $10 on your own. So the men that work in those industries would rather have someone with the knowledge to fix the product they already have because they love that product or they trust it the most. So I really am looking into ag business and I really love welding and things like that. And welding is a basic skill that you need to know that should be a required necessity because so many things depend on being welded, you know? But machines are starting to do welds better than the average man, and they're a lot faster, and you don't have to worry about the labor and the time off. You can run them 24-7, and you won't have to worry about them. I mean, so left and right, welders are becoming more and more desirable. But ag business, it's just an industry of many, many, many things that have the possibilities to create a better future, especially with ag. So, my, my other projects include my SAE project. So, with my SAE project, I'm doing two projects. One of them is continuous, and one of them is just, you know, sturdy, financial, and then one of them is just an idea in my head. So, the first one, I do cotton classing at J.G. Boswell with my aunt, Miss Jackie McDonald, and I basically was taken under her wing and she taught me the ins and outs of the industry. Um, she told me about how many things they need to get repaired, the machinery that needs to get repaired, who fixes it, how much it costs them to fix it. Um, my project for this year and this year only is I want to make a bench for people that you know own these businesses and they have small buildings, so they need like a bench outside for their customers to wait. And I want to build a potting table that is wheelchair accessible, that's sturdy enough. But for next year, I re recently was gifted a metal structure and I really, really want to turn that in to either a greenhouse or something really pretty because it just seems like a really good candidate for something like that, especially since that's what everybody pretty much wants now is someplace sturdy that goes in like their backyard or something like that where they can sit and relax or, you know, have plants and things like that. And that's just what it is to me. But I would have to say that without all these favorite tools, without all of my preferred methods and things like that, especially with Craftsman and Snap-on, I know that with every project I do, I can count on those tools to help me get the job done. I know and I depend and I rely on those products and I have all the faith in the world that they'll get it done for me for years and years and years to come. So thank you guys. And this is the episode one of Cowgirls Toolbox.